Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Let's face it, money is the one subject we all need to deal with, but no one actually wants to talk about. The good news is there's a podcast helping you learn everything about money no one taught you. Meet Everyone's Talking Money, hosted by me, Shauna Game. Everyone's Talking Money focuses on relevant, inclusive, and forward-thinking conversations around money and just helps you get in a better relationship with your money, no matter what your goals are. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to Everyone's Talking Money podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Not every killer looks dangerous. Sometimes they are well-educated, good-looking, and have a family life that leaves many feeling safe in their company. On June 9, 2017, a young student was abducted in Champaign, Illinois. And when her abductor was finally found, he was anything but the typical criminal type. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On June 9, 2017, a young woman named Ying Ying Zhang, a visiting Chinese student attending the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, was heading to the city bus that was supposed to take her to a new apartment complex where she intended on signing a lease. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to make it in time, and as she stood at the stop waiting for the next bus, she texted the leasing agent at 1.39 p.m. to let her know that she would be there at 2.10 the latest. She got on the next bus, exited at 1.52 p.m., and tried to transfer to the next bus. But because she was on the wrong side of the street, the driver missed her and drove off despite her frantic waves. It was against policy to stop for pedestrians on the wrong side of the street for safety reasons. Just when she started to lose patience, having walked a block over to try and get to a different bus stop, Nearby security cameras caught a black Saturn Astra pulling up beside her at 2.03 p.m. and asking if she wanted a ride. At 2.38 p.m., the leasing agent sent a text to Ying Ying and asked where she was. There was no reply. And as the hours continued to pass, Ying Ying's friends realized something must be wrong if her short errand was still not complete. An associate professor called the police to report her missing at 9.24 p.m. Pretty quickly, the Illinois police and the FBI began working together to try and locate Ying Yang, and a $10,000 reward was offered in hopes of expediting that search. About a week later, her father, aunt, and boyfriend arrived in Champaign to aid in the search, and two days after their arrival, the University of Illinois and, and the Champaign County Crime Stoppers announced that the reward had been upped to $40,000 the largest offered in the 31-year history of the Champaign Crime Stopper organization. It was later increased to 50000 her mother and brother flew in, and her entire family said they refused to leave the U.S. until Ying Ying was found. They so desperately wanted to find the young student alive and well. 
Any possible lead was followed by not just the police, but her family as well. When calls came in saying they saw an Asian woman matching her description in Salem, Illinois, the whole family traveled there with the FBI to investigate. Unfortunately, this lead and many of the others never panned out in any meaningful way. So they worked with what they had, the security footage. Though the video was too blurry to get a license number, they were able to figure out the make and model of the car and that it was registered in Champaign County. And when all of this information was entered into the database, one name came up, Brent Allen Christensen. Brent, born June 30th, 1989, was a married former master's and PhD student at the University of Illinois after getting his bachelor's degree at the University of Wisconsin-Madison in math and physics. So not the man one typically pictures when thinking about a criminal. On June 12, 2017, Brent was brought in for questioning while his car was searched for any incriminating evidence. He claimed he had no recollection of what he was doing the day Ying Ying Zhang went missing, thinking he was probably sleeping or playing video games as his wife was out of town for the weekend. But when the car was compared directly to the footage, things like the sunroof and cracked hubcap made them pretty easy to match. There was no doubt that Brent's car was the one Ying Ying entered the day she missed her bus. So he was questioned again. And this time, his car was towed to a secure area of the police department and later to the FBI for full forensic search. They noted that the passenger seat had been cleaned more diligently than the rest of the car, which to them indicated that he was trying to cover up or destroy evidence. When faced with this information and the second round of questioning, Brent admitted that he had given an Asian female a ride the day Ying Ying went missing, but that he dropped her off a few blocks away after a wrong turn caused her to panic. Police weren't buying it and seized a number of things from his apartment in hopes of getting some more information. He was placed under surveillance and, after finding out that he had a girlfriend on the side, she agreed to wear a wire and meet up with Brent. She was convinced he didn't commit the crime and hoped her assistance would exonerate him. On June 29, 2017, Brent and his girlfriend attended the memorial walk for Ying Ying Zhang. And at some point, he grabbed her phone and typed out the words, It was me, and she is gone. She is gone forever. An affidavit filed by the FBI later said that, in an audio recording, Brent admitted to bringing Ying Ying back to his apartment against her will, where he raped and murdered her. He went on to add that she was his 13th victim and that he was a serial killer, a statement that has been investigated but ultimately deemed a lie. Despite being a frequent visitor to sites like FetLife and forums about abduction, he had no prior criminal record nor any disciplinary problems while in school. He was officially arrested by the FBI on June 30th, 2017 and indicted by a federal grand jury on July 12th. He was arraigned on the 20th and pleaded not guilty. Brent sat behind bars for almost two years waiting for his trial. And when it began, his attorney shocked everyone by admitting in his opening statements that his client did kill Ying Ying Zhang and was on, quote, trial for his life. There was ample evidence connecting him to both Ying Ying's abduction and the attempted abduction of a graduate student named Emily Hogan, with whom he posed as an undercover officer. And the jury listened on as the story of Ying Ying's final moments were laid out. 
how he choked, raped, and stabbed her in his bedroom before dragging her to the bathroom where he beat her with a baseball bat and decapitated her. They also listened to the defense claim that he lost control of his life, his marriage, and his academic goals due to alcohol abuse, and how his impending divorce left him feeling like he had nothing to lose. How he entered a relationship with his girlfriend, who introduced him to the world of BDSM, and because of this, he formed a dangerous link between sex and violence. That yes, he did kill Ying Ying, but that it was simply out of his control. On June 24, 2019, the 12-person jury deliberated for less than two hours before returning with a guilty verdict on all the counts with which he was charged, but could not unanimously agree on a sentence of death. So instead, he was given life in prison without a possibility of parole in July of 2019. Following the trial, the prosecutors revealed information about Yingying Zhang's remains that Brent had, had divulged to his attorneys in 2018 under an immunity agreement. According to his statement, he disposed of the girl's body in three separate garbage bags that he then threw in a dumpster outside of his apartment, then spent the next two days getting rid of all of her personal belongings all over the Champaign-Urbana area. The dumpster was emptied three days after her murder, sent to a landfill in Vermilion County, compacted at least twice, and spread over a 50-yard area of garbage. Needless to say, her body has never been found. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on June 10th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember... Stay safe.